Parshas B'Shalach Shishi. I've heard the complaints of the children of Israel. Speak to them saying. And it looks like that this is the second, uh, again Hashem is speaking to Moshe, because already before Hashem says to Moshe, uh, but before he talks to him, uh, specifically in the previous thing, Hashem speaks to Moshe, and he tells him about the uh, mon. Here again, Hashem speaks to him again, in, in a separate time, it says, he heard, Dabra Leim Leimer, speak to them, the children of Israel, saying, Bein har boyim in the afternoon, um, the Rashi touched already between the two Erevs, uh, starting from uh, the Erev of after midday till the Erev when it tilts, till the Erev when the sun totally goes, that's the Bein Harboyim, which is the afternoon. So he says, You shall eat meat. Um, before the Pasik said, uh, Here he says, In the afternoon. Um, so I guess um, the uh, it came maybe during the Bein Arbaim, and then it was better. So Bein Arbaim Techlo Basar, in the afternoon you will eat meat. Uva Boiker Tizbu Lechem, again the Lashon here is Techlo Basar and Tizbu Lechem, you'll be satisfied with bread. V'yidatem Ki Ani Hashem Alekechem, and you will know that I am Hashem your God. Um, so also V'yidatem Ki Ani Hashem Alekechem was. And it came to pass in the evening. Um, I'm trying to think, so is there a difference between Ba'erev and Bein Harboim? So Hashem says Bein Harboim, and here says Ba'erev. Um, or Ba'erev means towards the evening. In Bein Harboim is a bigger window, and Ba'erev in the evening, uh, it's still before the sun sets. Uh, it's still Bein Harboim. So Ba'hi Ba'erev, Atal Haslov. So the quail uh, came up, and it covered the camp. And in the morning, there was a layer of dew around the camp. It's a type of a bird. It's very fat, fatty bird, fatty kind of bird. There was the layer of the dew. Uh, there was a layer of dew, meaning the dew was laying on the on the mon. In another place, it says in the it says that when the tal descended, it says uh, the manna would descend upon it upon the dew. It's mashm over there. So, so there it says the tal went on the dew, and here it says the dew is on top of the mon. So Rashi the dew would descend on the land. All of the moon would go on top of the dew. And then again would come down another dew on top of the moon. It's laying like in a box. And Rashi said before, this is one of the expressions of Hashem's chiba that He gave them in such a way. In a way, And the layer of the dew went up. And on the surface of the desert, uh, uh, there was a uh, a fine uh, uh, meaning a um, calls it a bare substance it was like fine as frost 
alone, it's on the ground. Uh, so there was something, uh, that's the month, we'll see in a positive, but Tal Sheikh Vas Atol, Zukhtarashi, the the layer of dew went up. When the sun shines, so the dew that was on top of the mana went up towards the sun. Like the dew goes up towards the sun. Even if you fill a, a egg shell with dew, and you close the mouth with the mouth, and you leave it in the in the sun, he will go up by itself to the ear. But Rabbi Seinu Dorshu and Rabbi Seinu teaches Tashatal Oilam in Oritz Ba'avir. It's not just the layer of dew that went up, but the Sheikh Vasatol, the layer of dew together, meaning that the the actually uh, uh, in the ear. No, no, I'm sorry, not, not the ear. The, the tal went up in Oritz into the ear. Bechaloy Sheikh Vasatal, and when the uh, dew's layer went up, this Galamon. So then it was revealed. So what's the chilek between the Rashi's pshat and Rabbi Seinu? Uh, whether when's the kras or is just be'avir? Um, that looks like because the second part that once the layer of the dew went up, the man was revealed vero and they saw that at the prima there is the the thin substance which was the mana. That doesn't matter whether it went up to the chamo or it went up to the avir, and that looks like it goes according to both of them. Um, and um, why is it so um, so different? Whether it went up in the avir or it went up in the uh, to the chama? Um, I don't know. Don't see much of the difference here. Dak zoktrashi, dover dak means something thin. So apneharis was dak. There was something very thin, thin, very fine. Mechuspos, mechuspos means megula. It means it was revealed. There is no similarity of this word in the Chumash. We can explain the word Mechuspas uh, is an expression Loshen Chafisa, related to Chafisa, uh, which means Udluskema, a leather bag in a case. Uh, which is used in the language of the Mishnah. When the layer of the dew was revealed, they saw that it was a thin uh, um, um, encased in the middle. A thin thing encased, uh, encased in it, in between the two layers of dew. Either revealed or um, in between, uh, in, in like a container. Uh, in the Unculus, however, and this Miklov peeled, an expression, right from bearing the white. So, um, uh, so it peeled. Uh, So it was thin, uh, a thin, it was mechuspas, uh, it was revealed, a thin, revealed, thin, like, or thin, uh, thin, thin substance that showed, that was revealed. Now, dak mechuspas, a thin thing that was revealed. It was thin as frost. Kakfoyer, zikrash kvoyer, shikhva that a, uh, a 
frost. The other kigir, Yishayichov zaydes ke avnegir. So in in uh, Unkulo says uh, um, it was adak dak kigir. Kigir means like what? Which was as fine as as gear, uh, as in the phrase ke'avne gear, like stones of gear. This is a type of black dye. As we say in the Talmud regarding uh, covering the blood of a slaughtered fowl or beast. In other words, the substance that we may use are hagir uh, and orpiment. The uh, other kigir means. Um, um, which was thin as gear, like horfast on the earth. Uh, it, the manna, was as fine as gear, and lay congealed like frost on the earth. Uh, uh, this is meaning it was as fine as or spread out thin and joined together like hoarfrost. Dark means tenvis in old French, meaning thin, for it had a thin crust on the top. Vechigir string with unculus, and the word gear that unculus translates to Sefzalosh Nivrus are added to the Hebrew text, mainly uh, table possible. They have no corresponding word in the, in the Possible. So it says kigir, there's no gear in it. Kikfer, it just says kikfer. He adds the words like the gear. Posik tezvav, vayar, vayiru b'nei Yisrael, and the children of Israel saw, vayemir yishalachim, and they said one to another, manhu, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, or, uh, it is man. Kiloyu damahu. For they did not know what it was. Vayemir mashalayam, this is the bread that God has given you to eat. Uh, it's a preparation of food. That's to prepare food from. Like in the meal, olive hay. Uh, the king allotted them. Uh, so manhu means allotment to you. Allotment for food. They did not know what to call him in his name, so they just know that manhu, uh, that it's a um, preparation for food. This is what Hashem said. That everyone uh, should gather according to his eating capacity. And for each person, uh, the number of the people of your uh, souls. Each person should take for the people in his tent. Aimer is Shem Mida. Mispar Nafshisechem, the measure, the number of people, Kfiminyan of Foshish Yesh Lishba Olay, according to the number of people that a person has in his tent, Tikhu Aimer Lechol Gulgadus. You take an Aimer for each Gulgadus. But again, it's Mashma that the, before was Mashma Rashi that they measured it in the Aimer when they came to their houses. So over there they just gathered approximate, I guess, Aimer Lechol as we're going to see. Both the one that gathered much and the one that gathered little. 
אמר בבקלש, יש לוקטו הרבה ויש לוקטו מעט. There was those that collected a lot, and those that collected a little. כשבואו לבייסום, when they came to their houses, ומודו באומר, then they measured with the אומר, איש איש מה שלוקטו, every person, what they collected, ומודו, and they found, שאמר בלילקוד להד, דפלו בלילקוד שבאו לי, that the one who collected a lot did not increase over the אומר for each skull that's in his tent. ומאמד לילקוד, and the one who Collected less, Lemotza Chosom Emer Alugu Goylus didn't find anything less than the Emer for a head. This was a great miracle that took place in it. So it didn't matter when you came home, you found the Emer Alugu Goylus for each one. So, Lechayrem, and because of this great miracle that took place that Rashi says over here, it's actually not Shaykhis to say that when Hashem said before, Leman Anasenu. That it refers to whether they're going to collect more or they're going to collect less because um, it didn't make a difference. And when they came home, uh, it, um, it, it, everybody got the same. So um, it doesn't seem like uh, that itself trying to collect more, trying to collect less. Rashi brings down the uh, whether the Ayelch Bissarosi applies to the other laws that were um, told to, to Moshe Rabbein at the same time, even though it's not mentioned over there in the Pasuk Beferish, but the, uh, about the being left over, and um, as Rashi broke down over there. Pasuk Yudches, Vayamaydu Ba'imer, and they measured with the Oimer, Veloy Hedif Amarbe, and whoever gathered. Uh, much did not uh, have more. Vamamit and whoever gathered less uh, did not um, was not missing. Uh, each one according to the eating capacity they gathered. So it turned out, as Rashi says, an Eimer for Gogelos for each one in the tent. So Moshe says to them, Al do not leave over any of it until morning. Now Moshe is telling them this was Hashem's instruction. Now, um, I'm gathering that uh, this is in the first time around when Hashem tells him, not only about the quail, but when he tells him about the um, the um, uh, about the mon, and that's why Rashi refers to this as uh, they should listen to the halachas, or maybe this was the second time. But anyways, um, he says to him, "Zadosh Siv Hashem, liktu menu ish lifi achloi." Isha yisim enad beiker. No one should leave over any of until the morning. Pasuchav v'leishamu el Moshe, but some people did not listen to Moshe. Vayisiru anoshim imenu, and um, and people left over from it ad uh, beiker until the morning. Vayorum toiloim and it bred worms. Vayivash and it became putrid, became pashmekt, smelly. Vayiktsav aleyam Moshe, and Moshe was angry at them. So who vayisiru anoshim? Who was these men that left it over? Zakturashi, these were Dostan and Aviram. Now Dostan and Aviram are the ones that were fighting before that Moshe Rabbeinu stopped back and way back in Mitzrayim. Um, and those of Aviram, um, uh, this goes back 
because at that point when Moshe Rabbeinu stopped them, we were talking about uh, he was about 12 years old and Vayigdal, uh, and he went out. He was about 12 years old, Moshe Rabbeinu. That was at that time. Uh, this was when Moshe Rabbeinu uh, left uh, Mitzrayim. Uh, he was 80 years old. So uh, imagine this was like 70 years later, um, almost 70 years later. And um, even when Moshe Rabbeinu is uh, coming back from its from Midian, Hashem says, "Kimeisu anoshim vakshim rasechol." Rashi says that goes on dosim avirum. And here again, uh, does we find dosim avirum? Uh, uh, over there, they died. Rashi says they didn't really die, but they became poor, and that's called considered death. So now those people, uh, even being poor, maybe they got rich again after Yitzis uh, Mitzrayim. Uh, each one had laden donkeys, as Rashi says, uh, uh, from the business uh, Yam and the business Mitzrayim. So uh, it was Dosim Avinim that left over. Um, so, anyways, Vayorim Teloim Zotrashi and it bred worms, Loshen Rimo. Uh, it comes from the Loshen of Rimo of worms. By Yivash, Zotrashi, how does the Mikra Hafuch? This is a Opposite the opposite the word should, wording should be in the other way around. First it became smelly, and then it became wormy. As the Posik says, it says Veloy Hivish. Uh it did not become uh Hivish and then it was no worm in it. Uh, so also there's also it says uh um, first lehivish, first uh, first should come rimo, and then hivish. First no worms, and then become hivish. But it uses the um, opposite lotion of hafuch. Uh, uh, so is the nature of all things that become wormy. The first they're vayivash, and then they give worms. They gathered it every morning, each one according to the eating capacity. When the sun grew hot, it melted away. Whatever was left in the field, dissolved, and it turned into uh, streams. And the uh, deer and the gazels, uh, they drank from it. And the nations of the world would capture from those uh, gazels and uh, the uh, deers, and the time and they would taste the taste of mon, because they drank from the mon. And from there they know the praise of the Yidim. Translation of Namas is Poshar. Poshar, the resolve Loshon Poshrim. Loshon of the resolve through the sun. It heats up and it dissolves. By Chobez, Mashishi, and it wasn't the sixth day. Lochtu lechem Mishnah, they gathered a double portion of bread. So they they gathered the double portion. So the, all the the leaders of the community came and they spoke to Moshe. Now here we have the term here Nesiyeh Ha'eda. I wonder if we had the terms Nesiyeh Ha'eda before. The leaders of the community. We find leaders of community we here. 
So, um, when they measured what they collected in their tents, then they found double, for each person with two emir. So what Rashi said before, brought from Lok to Lechem Mishnah, that they found out that they collected Lechem Mishnah. Uh, it was changed. Lechem Mishnah means a change in the bread. That day turned for a better for in its smell and its taste. So they came and told Moshe, Why is there a different other day? Uh, from here we can learn that Moshe hadn't yet told them the portion of Shabbos that he was commanded to tell them. Because we learned before in Pasuk, hey, it says, Hashem told him what's going to take place. But he didn't tell them until he asked them. That's what he says. Who Hashem? This is what Hashem said. I was actually commanded to tell you, and he didn't. And that's why the pasuk punished him. And the pasuk of Ches, how long do you refuse? Uh, it doesn't say me anu diyidin, but adonam antem, including vleimitzim and aklal. It didn't exclude Moshe because Moshe also didn't pass along the message. Rashi doesn't say whether Moshe deliberately didn't pass along the message or he, he didn't do it. Doesn't say that he forgot it. Doesn't say anything. It just says that Rashi keeps it uh, not clear. Rashi doesn't say why he didn't uh, why he didn't do it, why he didn't tell them. I mean, uh, you can speculate and say that he was uh, as they were complaining. He he wasn't going to. Um, 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 you know, uh, start you know with something maybe uh, with the complainers, or uh, when it saw Dosim Ba'aviram. Now it's interesting that uh, it was really these were just facts that were going to take place. Um, it wasn't really so much that Moshe needed to tell them. Uh, it says, uh, so it says that they should they should prepare and it will be Lachamishna. So it's almost like. Not an instruction for them to do anything. It's really just to tell them what's going to happen. So what if they don't know what's going to happen by themselves? As it happened here, and they came to ask. So maybe Moshe Rabbeinu didn't feel that he had to tell them. It wasn't really, at this point, it wasn't a halacha, this particular thing. This is what actually Hashem spoke. Shabbos, soin, Shabbos, Kodesh, Lashem. That, Mochot. That next tomorrow is a rest day. It's a holy rest day for Hashem. Eis Asher Toifu Eifu. What you want to bake, uh, bake uh, in, the, in the oven. What you want to cook, uh, cook. Let's call it And whatever is left over. Hanichu Lochem Lemishmeres Adabaker. So. Keep in uh, leftover for the morning, for uh, the next day. So the Rashi, Eisasher Toifu Oifu, Ma'ashatem Reitzim Lefitz B'Tanur. What you wish to bake in the oven? Oifu Ayim. So bake today. Hakoylish Neyam. Everything for two days. Ma'ashatem Tzrich Levashel Menu B'Mayim. What you want to cook? Cooking, uh, bake, uh, cooking is in water. 
So Beshlayim, cook today. Loshin Afi Nefel Belechem, Loshin Bishul Batachlis. Baking is in bread, and cooking is in cooking water. And whatever is left over, what you didn't use up for two days, Anichel Chamish Mesad Abaykir, leave over until the morning. And then they'll eat it in the morning, but they didn't want to cook or bake. That was eaten, I guess, raw, uh, bacon and and, and uh, cooked and raw. So pasuk of dal and they left it over until morning. Kashetziva Moshe, as Moshe is instructed, and it did not become smelly. and also did not become wormy, as opposed to those who left over in the previous time that they were um, uh, with the dust of Avira that left over and became wormy and smelly. So, Pesachov have a Yemen Moshe. So Moshe says, "Ichlu hayoyim, eat it today." Kishabas hayoyim la Hashem. Today is a rest day for Hashem. Hayoyim lusit tzul basodet. Today you won't find it in the field. But Yemen Moshe ichlu hayoyim kishabas hayoyim. Shachris shahoyu regilim lotzis vilukat. In the morning, they were accustomed to go out and collect. Boilu shalim neitzim lav. They came to ask should they go out or not. Amulahem. So he said to them, "Eshav yedchem achaylu." What's in your hand? Eat. Towards the evening, they came back and asked him, Should we go out? He said to them, Shabbos, today is Shabbos. Um, so today, nothing, nothing to go out today. So he so he saw that they were starting to worry. Maybe the man is finished and it's not going to go down again. Amalahem. So he said to them, "Hayoyim lim titzu basode." Ma tamud lim hayoyim. What is it? Main lay hayoyim. It says hayoyim lim titzu of a machat You won't find them today, but you find it the next day. Pasuk chabav. Sheishis yomim tul ketu. Six days you shall gather it. Ubayim ashvi. And on seventh day, Shabbos lo yir boy. On the Shabbos there will be none, none in the field. Lo yir boy in the field. It's a rest day. The man will not be in it on the seventh day. On the seventh day. Not in the field. On the seventh day. So what did the Torah say again? The Pesach said already, Any rest day. That the Yom Kippur and the Yom Tevim, the holidays that they had in the desert, they too were not, uh, there were no man um, in those days. Pasuk of Zayin, Vayiba Yem Ashvi, and it was in the seventh day, Yotzim and Amlu Kovem Atzo. There were people that, uh, from the from the people that went out and didn't find it. Now over here, they didn't say anywhere who the, uh, uh, there's Anoshim over here, but it says there were people, Min uh, people of the Om, Rashi does not identify who these people Min were that went to collect. How long do you refuse Lishmer to keep, to observe my commandments and my teaching? It's a common proverb, uh, along with the thorn, uh, the cabbage is uh, torn. 
through the wicked, the good suffered disgrace. So Hashem is saying, Adonam Antem speaking to Moshe Rabbeinu too. Even though Rashi already explained before that in a way he deserved it because he didn't give them over the aloche of uh, that uh, the, the 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 fact that on Friday they'll get double, they're not going to get on Shabbos. Uh, that's why he was included. But still, I guess uh, uh, it's still considered that the um, the dikshedim are misgana through the Rishon. Pasuk of Tes. Ruk Hashem not lachem Shabbos. See, Hashem is giving you the Shabbos. Al kenu leisim lachem by Yom Hashvi and by Yom Hashishi. Actually, maybe we'll take the back of the previous Rashi. Rashi is actually not referring to Moshe Rabbeinu, but uh, everybody else. It says min ha'om. Uh, so why was everybody? Why is everybody included? And onam antem, even the rest of the om. So the Rishonim is gonna makshedim. That's referring to the rest of the people who didn't go out. See that Hashem is giving you Shabbos. That's why He gives you on the sixth day lechem yemayim, bread for two days. Shvu ish tachtov. Let each man uh, remain in his place. No man should leave his place on the seventh day. See with your eyes, Hashem bichvedei. That Hashem and His glory is warning about the Shabbos. For there is a miracle that takes place to give you every Arab Shabbos bread for two days. Sit each person on his place. Uh, for four cubits. Uh, uh, for one, for from from here, our sages support the law of four cubits for one who leaves the Shabbos limits. In other words, two thousand cubits from the cities that one is permitted to walk, and no more than four cubits from one's place. So uh, they have to sit in that place. Uh, um, nobody should leave their place. So we'll see like this. Rashi says, Don't leave your place, meaning don't go more than two thousand This is not the actual literal meaning. Um, is uh, mainly from the Rabbanon. So according to this, that al that it means then the shvu ish also means that if you are going, you can only go within the four. If you go outside of the tchum, you shvu ish You have to sit in your place, the four amis, which is around the the, the uh, place. But really, this is only because this pasuk is really talking about those who collect the month. He's telling them shvu ish Don't go. And don't leave your place and don't go collecting the thing, not of a Yisur Shabbos. But the smach with the Rabbanon is, So the people rested on the seventh day. The, the house of Israel called its name Mon, it was like a coriander seed, Zragad, Lovon. It was white. The timer and its taste was kitzapichis bidvosh, like a wafer with honey. V'huk izera gad lovon. So t'lashi esav, it's a kind of a grass, sheshmoya lindon. That's a gad. Kuzber. 
and its uh, its seed is ogul, it's around, it's kizera gad ve'ein eleven. But that's not white. It's not the the, the mon was light. The mono eleven. That was kizera gad means was like the seed of God that it was circles. But it's not. But it's not. But it's it's the the mon was was white. Only as far as the circle, it was like the seed of the God that had um, um, the coriander seed that was sort of circle. But the man was white. Who loved him? That was white. Kitsapichis. When his taste was kitsapichis, that's a wafer. It's dough that you knead in honey. It's called askritin. That's the translation of the onkelos. This is the uh, matter that Hashem says. Fill up an aimer from the mon. To... Uh, Preserved for generations. So they'll see the bread that I fed you in the desert. That when I took you out of the land of Egypt, for safekeeping. Uh, for the generations. The days of Yirmiyah, Ksha, Yirmiyah, Mechicham, Yirmiyah was broken them. Lo, may not the Mexican potato, why aren't you occupying yourself in Toyota? May name river, they say, Naniyah, Malachtenu, Manasik, but Toyota, we're going to leave our work and we're going to occupy Toyota, Mechin, the Spanish, for who we're going to make our living. Hoytzilam, Tinsena, Samon, he took out the the, the uh, little uh, bucket the, uh, with the, that had the mon, but Omar Laham, he told them, uh, the, the, the jug that he had with the mon, he told them, Yirmiyah, uh, Beis Amdal, Hadoyr, Atem, the generation, see it was Hashem. So he says, He didn't tell them to listen, he told them to see. He showed them, this is what your fathers were fed with. Hashem has many agents, to prepare food for those who fear him. So, Moshe says, uh, take one a jug, put in a full of the Eimer Mon, and place it before Hashem, uh, for guarding for you generation. Uh, that's a, a jug uh, made out of earthenware. So where should we place it before Hashem? What is the place? So should be placed in front of the Orem. Ah, what is he talking about? Where is he going to give? There's no oil. This verse was not said until the oil mud was built. But it was written here in the portion of the mon. Hashem tells him later on. But this is uh, Hashem told Moshe. And Moshe says to Aaron. It's interesting. Hashem says, Moshe, Moshe gives the job to Aaron. The job he gives to Aaron, uh, to his older brother. Uh, before two, Hashem says to Moshe, and Moshe says to Aaron to tell the Bnei Yisrael. Sometimes says, sometimes not. Sometimes, you know, appear all the cases where he tells them and where he, tell, he does on his own. Posuk Lama Dalad, Kashetziv Hashem es Moshe, as Hashem commanded Moshe, Ve'anichu Aaron Lefnei Des Bishmeres. So Aaron placed this in front of the testimony in front of the luchas, which is called the testimony, and the oren, limish meres, for a uh, reserve, to be uh, uh, preserved. 
Pasuk Lamedhei. Uvnei Yisrael Olcho Asamon, the Bnei Yisrael ate the mon for Arboim Shona for 40 years. Arboim Aleris Tesheves, until they came to an inhabited land. Samon Ochlu, the mon they ate Arboim Aleris Knan, until they came to the edge of the land of Knan. Arboim Shona, the flashy, but there's missing 30 days. Because in the 15th of the year, the month first came down. And it stopped at the 15th of Nisan. So there's a month short. It says, The next day, the month stopped. But this teaches us that the Ugis, that the Yidin took out of Mitzrayim, they had the taste of the month in it. So they, it's as if they ate for 40 years. So those 30 days are included in the Arboim Shona. And that is the Shevest to settle the land. After they passed through the Jordan. That was on the other side. is considered settled and good. What does it mean that is the Shevest? But on this side of the Yardin. But they ate it not till this side. They, only when they crossed the Yardin, up they ate it. That's when it stopped. So it means that's called a Mishav Zutayva because it's settled and better than the one of this section. As it says in the Vorim Gimel Pasik of Hey, Let me go, please, and see the good land that's on the other side. It's called the Nishavis. The Targum Shon Nishavis Yesafto, inhabited. Ratzuleimer Mishavis. Al Ktsei Eretz Knan. So Ktsei Bitchilas Agvul in the beginning of the territory. Before they passed the Yardin, so here it says, in the beginning of the edge of Canaan, before they passed, because that's already already in Canaan, that's not the Kutsei, that's not the boundary. So it comes out of contradiction. But and when Moshe Benu died, and the seventh day of other Pesach among the lady, the month stopped going down. When they stopped coming, Moshe locked to baby Yom, and they uh, used the month that they collected that day, until they brought the Aimer Beshisha Osar bin Nisan on the 16th of Nisan. So it turns out that the seventh day that Moshe Rabbeinu says, I am the other. Even though it was the regular amount of mona, it was an Aimel of Gilgoylus, they used it for entire uh, for entire more than a month. It was because it uh, until the Achikrivo Aimer Bishisha also bin Nisan Shenemar of the said Shua Hey Yudalava Yechlu Mavura Oris Bimakras A Pesach and they ate from the grain of the land of the next day of Pesach, which is on the sixteenth. So they still had the mon. So the Mon lasted, so they ate the month for 40 days, but this last day of month, they weren't supposed to leave over, nothing was left over, everything melted away. Uh, but here it lasted for a month plus uh, from 7 to 15. So it's like, um, and this, and so when the Pusik says that they ate it for 40 years, it's not talking about, it doesn't say that it fell down for 40 years. Says Ochuas Hamon, and they includes the also the thirty days that they started off. Pasuk Lamed Vav Vaimer Asiri Soifa Who, 
And the Eimer is one test of an Eifah. Sirius Eifah, Zakhtar Ashi, Eifah is Sholish Soin. Eifah is Tritho Soin. Vahaso and Asoshi Shokabim is six Kabim. Vakab are both Lugim. And the Kab is for Lugim. Vahluk Sheish Beitzim. Nimtza Sirius Eifah comes out. A tenth of Eifah is Arboim Vesholish Beitzim Vachemish Beitzim. Is forty three and the fifth of a Beitzah. That is the measure that one has to take chala, and that is the measure of the meal offerings uh, that one brings, just to bring an oymer.